Welcome to the show. This is the jab. Welcome back to the jab. Let's start by taking a look at today's headlines. Weather goblins advise this weekend is going to be ruined by wet rain, similar to being slapped across the face with a cold, wet fish. Business owner angered by undercover reporter uncovering his scam call center. What I do in my own company, in my own time, it's my business. No one else. It has to be against the law. Yes, you are right, sir. It is. Crazy new virus epidemic sweeping the nation. People have been diagnosed with a literal infestation. One stunned family member squawks. It's crazy. They keep saying things like I was literally running for the bus. It's spreading so fast, literally, as I literally type, oh my God, now I'm literally, ah, uh, help, where did the metaphors go? Man sentenced to community service for wearing odd socks seven days in a row. Defendant responds in shock by saying, but they were all black socks. Judge Dickey said, Odd socks are an abomination, no matter what colour they are. Have some pride. What is now being dubbed the worst health crisis in a generation, the UK government has announced that Mr Henry Hoover will be tasked with cleaning up this mess. As head of the Covid Crisis Management Task Force, he had this to say. Oh no, no Uno. Coronavirus rocks the world. Uno Championship cancelled by the coronavirus. Uno has been turned to zero. Fanshan in disgust. Uno, I know Corona's gotta go. Uno, I know Corona's gotta go. Uno, I know Corona's gotta go. Welcome to the job. The Cotton Birds stabbing news and views and information right in your ear canal with Mark and Rob. And welcome back to another episode of The Jab. What a crazy month it's been so far. How you been going, Rob? Uh, yeah, I've been managing to keep myself my head above water, yeah. Um, yeah, things are pretty crazy. Uh, how are they are they crazy for you down under? Oh, they sure are, mate. Um, yeah, so we still got all the, the plagues of people panic buying toilet roll and, you know, for some reason, pasta and rice, I get it, but then they've also stockpiling flour. So unless everyone's going to become like, you know, a master baker over the, you know, their quarantine period, I don't really understand that one. Yeah, maybe maybe they're, maybe they're thinking about going for the sort of some sort of weightlifting thing. So you need the old, they need the flour for the sweat. Ah, maybe, that's true. Although I did just think it could be a bit of a grimmer, uh, interpretation, maybe just a, like you know how you put sawdust on vomit. Maybe it's because of that. Oh, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, know. maybe maybe they need to they need some sort of soakage. Yeah. Oh, gross. Oh, mate, well, mate. you know, st stay safe. Wipe down all your surfaces. Yeah, yeah. It's just state member. Wash your hands to the apparently it's the uh, the the um, to the tune of Happy Birthday, and then you know you've washed your hands enough. Obviously, oh, people really? don't seem to act. Yeah, apparently that, that's the uh, that's what Boris tells us to do. Um, oh. Boris, you know, Boris Johnson said, "Wash your hands and do it to the the, the sing Happy Birthday," and then that's how long right. you want to wash your hands for. I mean, obviously, mm. washing your hands um, is something we should all think about doing. Eat just from now on, though, because obviously before we never did that. So. Well, yeah. of course. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how this whole thing started, supposedly. I'm guessing most people are thinking, well, we've got people skywriting down here in Sydney. There was an airplane that just did some skywriting saying, wash your hands. Um, <laughs> I know. I don't really know. I mean, I, I like the support and, you know, the, the idea, but I think sending a plane up and spending all that money was probably a waste of resources, you know. Uh, a simple simple email would have helped, you know. <laughs> yeah, could have been I just think, as effective. Yeah, I think they could probably just have yeah, put it on 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 the TV and everyone would have seen that rather than like you say, polluting the sky or or yeah. Mm. I mean if you got a plane then I suppose you could just it wouldn't be too much of an issue. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bit but well, I mean, how many how long did it stay in the sky for? That's the thing. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, unless you're going up every like twenty minutes, you, your message is, is all for naught. Yeah, exactly. You know, you could be looking at your phone and then it's uh, you look up and you go, Oh, there's some writing that I can't read anymore. 
Yeah, well, you know, clearly they didn't think it through. But um, but I tell you what, another exciting bit of news down here is that uh, we are currently the, the caretakers, I don't know, caretakers, carers rather, less aggressive, um, of Tom Hanks. He unfortunately has got the coronavirus and he's stuck in Queensland. So, <laughs> good oh, times. Wow. You've got to pray for Tommy. Pray for Tommy. Yeah. Pray um, for Tommy. He's got a friend in us. Yeah, he has indeed. He has. And uh, he can actually probably shout, there's a snake in my boots because there's bloody loads of snakes there. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That's true. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's relatively, I've, like, in terms of, you know, we're not Italy, are we? Let's put it that way. It, it's pretty calm here at the moment. But. Um, we have had a couple of uh, sporting events and such cancelled, much like the Uno that we discussed. Oh yeah, well that that that's been a big uh, big issue worldwide. The Uno Championship being cancelled, many 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 angry people. I mean that chant was pretty, it was pretty concise and got their point across. I think, but yeah, uh, was it the Formula One got cancelled? Yeah, Formula One got cancelled as the fans were waiting to go in. It's like I mean I know these things are changing by the minute, but. It's pretty harsh to get those people in the queue and then pretty much lock the door in their face. So, yeah, I don't know what the weekend's going to be like with a bunch of angry bogans on the streets without a Grand Prix to go to. Yeah, I suppose I'll have to move that deck chair from there to the beach and drink their beer. Oh, no, they can't drink their beer on the beach, can they? Well, I swore they can't, but they probably will. Um, well, as you, well, we both we both frequented St Kilda many a time, and, uh, you know, as long as you're smart about it, you'll be fine. Yeah, well, we're bloody blokes, aren't we? We're bloody bastard blokes. We oh, do all lads. Yeah, lads. You know, L-A-D-S or Z. You can have a Z. L-A-D, lads. Yeah, that's probably the American one, I guess, isn't it? They love uh, they love replacing the S for the Z. Oh, they don't have any T's or D's, though, do they? It'd be laz. Mm, well, they also don't have any sense either, because, you know, Trump's still <laughs> in power. Um, I, yeah. Have you heard much about what he's been saying? Because, I mean, everyone else has been reacting pretty... I don't know, pretty swiftly. Even even our uh, Prime Minister, old ScoMo, Scott Morrison. Although, Sco the funny thing about... I know, well, that's what everyone calls him. The funny thing about him, though, is that he has decided to um, ban any public gatherings of 500 people or more, but uh, is doing that just after uh, his game that he wants to go to. So, like, you know, these other events are cancelled, but he's kept this one thing going so he can go and visit it. So, I mean, the response to that's pretty... As you can imagine, people are pretty pissed um, that he's treating it like his own little, yeah, private spawning event. Oh, hey, howdy ho there, guys. You're listening to 105.9267 The Jab. It's a beautiful 85 degrees outside, and we've got lots coming up for you today. We'll be answering your questions like, if you could smell it, what would the end of that smell like? And how to get blood stains out of the trunk of your car. Okay, stay tuned. All right. There was, there was, um, I think it was uh, some sort of reverend in America. He had, he, he'd be pos- tested positive for the virus and shook over 500 people's hands. Oh, God. So, and it's, it's just crazy that then, you know, tr- Trump has been the same place. Some of um, the other, like, governors or whatever who've flown back to their states, they have the virus and they're in the same room as Trump. And Trump says something, I'm sure someone said, like, Trump said that he, he didn't need to get tested. Yeah, yeah. He's basically straight up refusing. He's he's basically refused to get tested. It's yeah, it's insane. Um, how the hell, especially with the the Reverend thing or whatever. It's like I mean, if, whether you're religious or not, like what's his stance? And it's like, oh, don't worry, God will fix it. Like I mean, yeah, you still have a responsibility, obviously. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so basically, um, Trump's been saying, like you say, he's said it's a hoax. Um, So he held a uh, long-standing campaign rally um, a couple of weeks ago where he accused, like, his opposition, like, the Democrats of politicizing the coronavirus. And he basically quoted saying, like, uh, and this is their hoax, is basically blaming it on a political party, um, saying that it's all a hoax, which is pretty pretty ridiculous. But, you know, we've come to expect these things from him. Um, Um, I mean, he could just use thoughts and prayers. I'm sure that'll get rid of it. Oh, yeah, of course. Classic. That's like a Band-Aid, mate. Covers everything, that one. Uh, yeah, it really does. Uh, it solves all issues and ailments. So all problems. What else did it need? Who needs science? I mean, we've already talked about how science is completely useless. 
so yeah of course know. what in in his mind um but uh yeah i know and did you hear about the fact that he he got like a i think a patient who got sick or maybe even died from it i'm not sure but yeah he got them confused like he said that it was like a wonderful woman so like he's basically said uh so later that week officials in washington state revealed the first u.s death attributed to the virus uh, the person was misidentified by trump of course uh, he quoted a wonderful woman in her 50s who had underlying health problems but the patient was a man so he clearly didn't do his research <laughs> Uh, uh, then he's he trying to be gender even... neutral or something. Yeah, I know. Well, bless him for trying to be current. I mean, okay, that's a good spin. You should be his campaign manager. That's a great I spin. Like, damn it! Oh, what? What? He's missing out, man. I could, I could turn that so and so around. Definitely, definitely. Um, and then, yeah, he just continued to downplay it, um, and he even bragged about his administration's response, like as if it was a good one. And he just put. Um, our country is prepared for any circumstance. We hope it's not going to be a, a major circumstance. It'll be a smaller circumstance. But whatever the circumstance, we're prepared. <laughs> so, oh, great political God. language there, where it just goes round in circles. It's probably, oh, my word. Well, I'm surprised he didn't say circumcised instead. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, I'm sure there's an edit somewhere. But the best one, the best one so far, I mean, these are a couple of days old now, so everything's changing so quickly, but the probably the best one so far. So the WHO, World Health Organization, said that globally about 3.4% of reported cases, uh, like the patients have died. But Trump, of course, being Trump, had a press meeting. And he said, uh, I think the 3.4% is really false num is a really false number. And this is just my hunch. But based on a lot of conversations and a lot of uh, people that do, uh, a lot of people that do this because a lot of people will have this and it's very mild. Yeah, I mean, I sound like I've like misread this, but no, this is the quote. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so basically he's downplaying it. And he's like, they, these people he supposedly has spoken to, he says, they don't even see a doctor. They don't even call a doctor. You never hear about those people. I don't really know what he's trying to say. It's almost like he's trying to say it could be higher in a weird way, because it sounds like he's saying there's a lot of undocumented cases. But, you know, that's just his hunch. And I think that's all we really care about. Oh my word. I know. I love his just use of language. There's got to be like a whole study dedicated, surely, to his speeches. Because, yeah, he always adds in words like that. Um, what was it with his... Oh, that was it. The stakes. I think it was like when he did Trump steaks. I don't know what company was branding those. <laughs> but it's like, they're the best steaks. They're the most beautiful steaks. The best steaks in the world. All that kind of nonsense. I don't really... Yeah, he's, he's basically delusional. He must have Alzheimer's, I'm thinking. You know, he's like 70-odd. Yeah, I know. And um, he's at risk. He's a high risk. You know, he's, a, mm -hmm. he's an elderly person. And he is. Maybe the fake, fake tan will finally be the, the, the barrier that he needs to deflect this virus. Oh, potentially. That's a, that's a good one. Maybe, well, we're going to start seeing a lot of marketing companies using that now, aren't we? Like it's been quoted on the jab. It's science. We made it up. There you go. New deflection technique. Fake tan. Be as orange as you can. There you go. See? It's free. You're welcome, world. You're welcome. Welcome to What the Hell is Going On? The heart-hitting series where we find the truth. As part of our ongoing series into what the hell is going on, we follow a young man looking to find a job in this very competitive market. We sat in a recent interview and saw firsthand the problems these young people face today. Will the questions be rhetorical or not? Can they battle through the mindful of the upward inflection at the end of each question? Well, here's a clip from that interview. Hi, thanks for coming in today for the interview. Uh, as this is an interview, I'll be asking you some questions. I could ask you, what is your name? Could you answer, please? <laughs> That's how this interview thing works. Oh, all oh, right. Uh, it's just that you said that you could ask me my name. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's Rick Oracle. So, sorry, what is it? My name. It's it's Rick Oracle. Right. So, the job here is to determine many things that have so far yet to be determined. Again, I could ask you if you're successful. Do you think you could be? Could do you think it would be in a role you could do? Um. Oh. All oh, right. Uh, well, building upon my many years. Of, Sorry, uh, that was a rhetorical. 
Uh, oh, uh, sorry, what what was? Who are you talking to? You. I said rhetorical, not... Uh, maybe I should ask the questions? I'll carry on. And do you think it's a job that suits your skill set? Uh, well, drawing from my varied experience, I have a large set of transferable skills. Sorry, uh, that was a rhetorical. <sighs> Can you give me some examples of when you achieved a goal in your life that gave you the satisfaction you crave as a human being? And I helped identify flaws in your nature that you could possibly work on in the future and from your past making you a better person? Um, can you answer the question, please? Uh, um, oh, I, I thought that was rhetorical, too. Okay, that's interesting. Please continue. When I was working for um, <clears throat> the, the head of uh, programming for Ch Channel 4, uh, I, I put together a team for um, <clears throat> which I, I, uh, I, I achieved all, all of the goals, um, uh, many goals, um, before each deadline, <sighs> you see. Uh, the, the, there I worked on my um, many flaws, uh, leading to gain and low risk, but, but high stakes, very, very high stakes, uh, as share equity outcomes. Um, Oh, and the, 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 the soup kitchen, look. Uh, with, with all your experiences in your last role, many things arise that need answering, such as do you think you can handle the pressure? Or do you think you can sit with difficult decisions? What about looking at someone in the eye and giving you the undivided attention? Can you answer the question, please? That's a pretty important one. Oh, well, uh, um, I thought... Uh... I, I thought... Well, I guess that's all we need. Do I need to ask you where the door is? Um, uh... uh... Ah, that was rhetorical. <sighs> Thanks for your time. Well, sadly, Rick Oracle stood on a minefield of rhetorical madness. Join us next week when we will continue this fight for the uncurable disease. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy times. It doesn't help with that buffoon in charge. He just contradicts everything he says. And, uh, you know, um, I think obviously in America is pretty, everyone's, who don't, there's lots of people who don't have insurance. And that's, you know, if you're wealthy, mm, you're yeah, fine. True. If you've got, you know, your job, if you're saying people need to work from home, but not everyone can work from home. And then you might not have any job, which means you have no insurance. It's just crazy. Like, I just don't see, you know, people are just going to be done for really i mean it's the same here in england they're saying obviously if you if it's self-isolate which is the new word it's the new brexit basically the it really is at the moment yeah that's so true like it, that's the the buzzword at the moment yeah no, it is definitely. it is so obviously so for someone like me who's driving instructor if i get it then i can't work for at least seven days so that's obviously for me if i don't work i don't get paid so yeah I, you know i've got i've got first world problems to sort out you know well, they have been talking about giving out a stimulation package. Ooh, sexy. Ooh, um, that sounds I know good. That, it does, doesn't it? Uh, but that's what they're calling it over here, at least, uh, in regards to, yeah, all these sort of economic effects of it, is the idea that if you give some tax cuts, because I think the UK have done the same thing, right? They've done some tax cuts. Not that, that really matters too much to us. But yeah, because it was a couple of years ago, I think when the 2008 crisis was happening over here in australia what they did was they just gave everyone i think it was something like maybe like eight hundred dollars or a thousand bucks or something they called it like the uh was it like the flat screen tv handout because basically everyone just went and bought a new tv and that apparently through the mystic and magic of the goblins that live in the inner workings of economics um said that yeah that's what you need to do is people need to spend right so yeah they just gave everyone some money so maybe i don't know i mean hopefully if it did get that bad maybe old boris will give you a check i don't know maybe maybe um hopefully 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 it doesn't come to that because you know um I, so i was supposed to do uh, the manchester marathon which was um something i was going to do oh, a, um, yes. i was, uh, was going to get um it's going to do a live um live recording of me during the marathon slowly but surely dying which was going to be next month <laughs> Uh, but they London so the London Marathon got postponed because of this, which is fair enough. Right. I mean, you know, I suppose you know it, it's it's getting to that point. And then so I knew if a London one was going to get uh, postponed, then I knew that Manchester was uh, so so. Literally two hours later, um, we get an email. Yeah. yeah, it's been postponed. So, uh, so although I've been training, probably not as much as I should have done because I got ill. Uh, so I didn't train for a month, but. Now we've got to wait and see. We don't know when it's going to be. We've got a hotel booked, an Airbnb. Right. So 
we don't know if we're going to be able to transfer that to the new date. So it's all a bit crazy, man. I don't know what's what's happening. So well, yeah, well that's the thing. Like with uh, like you say, with the postponing it, just sort of has this knock-on effects. Because so yeah, the Melbourne Comedy Festival has been cancelled as well. We had shows booked to that. So now obviously some people are saying. Yeah, we'll update you, we'll reschedule, or maybe you just get a refund. But yeah, it's all a bit up in the air. But yeah, that must sort of feel a bit crap, you know? You've been doing all that training, mate. Yes, it is, yeah. So I will, that's meant to, you know, actually, we went to do, uh, did a Wednesday 15 mile run on Sunday. And because um, we need to get these long runs in. And so I decided it'd be fun to work. There's a place called Seacombe, which is on, on the Mersey. And I was going to run, we're going to run all the way along, so alongside, along the Mersey, and then onto the seafront, yep. and run all the way down. So we got to this place called Liso Castle, so it's just this, uh, like, well, it's, yeah, Liso Lighthouse, sorry. And Ooh, very historical. We, could see, we could see the darkness coming in from afar, from Wales, of course, where else would it come from? Wales is just yeah, across well, the way. So the darkness rolled place, in. I reckon. It was, you know, it was those, 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 um, the witchcraft of Wales. They were sending the bad weather and vibes my way. And it was starting to surround us all around this gray, the dark, the black. The light had disappeared. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the wind just howled. It was insane. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I felt like I was running, I was running forwards, but ended up going backwards. It was so strong. Oh, wow. It came out of nowhere. It's like I was on the high seas or something. A frenzy, yeah, like some salty sea captain at the front of his ship with the sea yeah. spray <laughs> battling Mother Nature. It was like a Lieutenant Dan. That's what it's like, Lieutenant yeah. Dan. And uh, it's going to fish you that got way. Magic legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and it was like, it was like proper. I just couldn't hear anything. My, I had my earphones in, which I lost actually. I don't know where they've gone. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, I know. Another disaster. So, um, after the, so the wind's still howling, so it was like bloody hell. I could breathe, hold my head sideways to be able to actually breathe properly. And then, just when you couldn't think of getting worse, the hail started coming down. Oh. And so not only was it, it was really stinging, man. It was really hurting my arms and my my face. And I had to, I had a bag on me, luckily, which just had my sort of gels and drink and stuff. So I held yeah. it, I had to hold it in my face and poor Caitlin was, I was like, Caitlin, get behind me. I was like, David, <laughs> I felt like David Hasselhoff running down the, running down the, running down the beach. I was, and I was so, like, do, 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 do. some people wow. down in the darkness. It literally was dark. But, um, yeah. we, you know, uh, and I was just holding, I was like, ah, can't see. <laughs> and then, so we ran, we kept trying to run, but it got so cold, man. The temperature just plummeted. It was, you know, it was, it was okay. Oh, that lovely North Sea wind. Oh, mm. mate. Oh, it was the damn Irish Sea. So it was, it was coming oh, yeah. from Wales, and then it was the Irish Sea. So I blame them. Ireland and Wales ganging up on me. Oh, um, probably the like, Isle of Man, too. They're, they're yeah. you know, they're in on it. Yeah, they are. They're right in there, being neutral. Just being neutral in the middle there. Anyway. So I had, a, I had it from all fronts, and we ran as far as we could, um, but it, I just we got soaking wet. It was freezing cold. My legs, my legs don't work. It's kind of like just, <laughs> kept, um, it just literally, my legs basically um, started to seize up. We tried to come off the, the, the coast and go to this little grassy, but it was so uneven. I was just like, you know, it really So you tried it. to make, make for safety upon the grassy knoll. Oh, exactly, it was, and then, we got to a little hut and we took some shelter and Caitlin's knee was hurting and we were just miserable. We were like drowned rats, man. Uh, so we just we went to the pub. Ah, safety, safety, always safety in the pub. Hey, I mean, the, the hey. real message is don't bother. Don't. I mean, especially in England, don't bother. G'day, it's your old mate Bruce here. Want to get yourself moving quicker than a roo whose bollocks are on fire? Well, it's easier than a ScoMo handshake with all new Dingo. <laughs> True of the When you're sweating like a snag on a Bunnings Barbie, get yourself a D-D-Dingo. Our new patented direct upward energy flow hydration formula will keep you going. It's so powerful, it scares your muscles into working harder. It's like having the energy of a Queensland cyclone in a can. In a can. You'll be able to run so bloody fast, people will think you're an emu. Emu. So forget either tiger, that's for pussycats. Get the eye of the dingo. Remember, if it ain't dingo, say ding no. Now in all new Bloody Beauty Blueberry and Ripper Raspberry. Available everywhere today.
are listening to the jab it is like a bottle of chanel number no. five perfectly decanted in this song enjoy so i did a little bit of reading about this um given the fact that uh, you know you were telling me about your your marathon and such and um, i've come across a few stories of some marathon madness i don't know what do we call it marathon mishaps in china um so you know take from that what you will this was actually march of last year so kind of apt that we're we're in march now um i'll try to pronounce some of these names uh so i think it's like shu zhao marathon um ran into infamy as this one headline put it so it's 27 k's before the finish line um first a runner was caught on a shared bike refusing referees warnings to dismount so this guy's just like straight up brought a bicycle to the uh to the to the game and then it was also revealed that onlookers had looted the supply tent making off with cases of bananas and water i mean oh do you do you have bananas are you as lucky to have bananas at your races yeah uh they normally have them at the end when i've done half marathons but i think on the full marathons they do have them on the course yeah right yeah. Is, there, is there a reason why bananas are they just meant for for stamina yeah, mate they're great mate on it energy they're the best like the you can because you get the energy gels which is they've got right. the glucose so you can obviously you could just sort of they're quite handy to have but the bananas mate you have a banana before you start and you could have one on the way around it's a great energy boost that's why tennis players use them a lot because they they can oh, okay. eat them bit by bit and it gives them a mate it's the best way to get some energy they work a treat Mm. All right. Well, I should probably just say this sponsorship was brought to you by Big Banana. Um, but carrying carry on, Banana. Uh, carry on. So, yeah. So, basically, these people started looting all the tents and the water and everything. Oh. And, of course, their argument was just everyone else is doing it. The funny thing is, um, so this company that organized it was called Wisdom Sports. Now, if you Google that, you will find there's like a sports shop in England called Wisdom Sports. It's not them. So don't, you know, start sending hate mail to them. <laughs> um, so they have a pretty bad track record with these events. So there's one in 2015 at the Hangzhou Marathon where they distributed participation medals before the event, um, supposedly to prevent participants from fighting. So marathons in China, especially among like the growing class, apparently are like a big deal. Like that, you know, I mean, you think you, the London Marathon, obviously being China, there's like over a billion people. Not that they all turn up, but you know, the numbers are going to be bigger. The numbers are going to be bigger at these things. So, um, so yeah, I guess maybe that's why, you know, like people just want something for taking part. This is um, just asking for trouble, given it before they've done it. Yeah, I know. Um, but the funny thing about it is now, I don't know if this is one of those. Well, I'll just I'll just say what happened. So basically, it's not cra- it's not crazy terrible, but um, so they hand out these particip- participation medals, um, but then they came with a spelling mistake that said finisher rather than the rather than saying finisher. Um, you know, not a not a crazy mistake, <laughs> but still, you know, I mean, these are global events or at least countrywide events. Come on, guys, get it together. Um, but um, there was also another incident with a um, 2007 marathon where they failed to uh, fire the starting gun. And so then <laughs> a lot of runners had a false start and then more drama happened, leading to like more runners in fights and chaos. So, yeah, I mean, look, you know, don't run a marathon in China is the takeaway. <laughs> right. OK. Yeah. Um, they, oh, my God. So they they they. They failed to fire the gun, and then they so people ran off, and then they. So had people just started running, yeah. So basically, it's like some sort of. It's probably very much like what's happening now in in your local supermarket. Your Audi fighting over toilet roll, you know, it's just chaos, pandemonium. Yeah, man. Oh, man, why are you firing a gun? You just need an air horn. Claxon. I know, I know, right? I know. Well, you know, old school, I guess. You know, traditional. Traditional, yeah. You know, I'm sure it's a surprise someone to get accidentally shot. I'm sure in America mm. that's probably happened, right? Where oh, they've used I'm a sure. real gun and someone got shot. But I'm, oh, that's... 100%. I mean, I don't have the uh, the time to search that right now, but I'm sure if you search it, I'm sure you'll find something. Um, there was also another case in Shenzhen uh, in 2018 where 250 marathon runners 
this whole bunch of 250 people all cheated basically at the same time so they just cut through the bushes um and were caught on traffic cameras shaving off three kilometers off the total distance of the the race so yeah i mean you know i get that what what's the takeaway from this other than don't race in china is that it's good that people want to take part, but you still have to sort of respect the idea of competition, I guess. I, I don't know why I am planning to, to be honest. I'm not sure <laughs> what my motivation is. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to raise money for a bit of charity, but, um, yeah, it's... Um, I don't think I'll quite grasp... I don't think I'm going to quite grasp the magnitude of it until I've actually done it. So, although, obviously, this does give me more time to train. So, um, whereas I've missed out, so hopefully... Hopefully, I'll actually be a little bit more prepared and fitter. That will probably be a good thing. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the main thing is that, yeah, regardless of the competition, getting yourself into shape, mate, it's nice, you know? It's yeah. nice to feel nice. Yeah, well, the doctor told me my cholesterol's a little bit high, so I've had uh, to come What does he know, eh? I know, I know these doctors, uh, I tell you what, science can do one because there's nothing wrong with this temple, that's for sure. Coming up tonight on Why Did It Happen? How can one seriously normal person change so drastically? When did the change occur? Was it a traumatic experience as a child? Or as an adult? Our job here is to find out the moment it all changed. Join us and solve the mystery of how Robert becomes a Bob. Who would want to end up a Bob? We asked the difficult questions. How William became Billy and stayed this way even though he's a fully grown adult human. We even found an adult named Bobby. What buff led Richard to become a dick? Tune in tonight on BBC Three. Move to the internet, cause it's so hip and not good enough for TV. I see now that with all that's going on, they're cancelling the football, they're cancelling all sports and events. They're, you know, one thing that they're only going to be able to play and watch Uno in a amateur setting. They oh, can't, I know. You know, I just can't get over that, mate, to be honest. You know, that it's just, it, I should probably stop talking about it, but. No, it's no, no, no. I mean, look, it's affecting us all. I mean, some people have been trying, I mean, look, bless them, rightly so. They've been trying to clean down their cards, but they've been putting them in hot, soapy water, which obviously just destroys the cards. So, yeah, I mean, please. Exactly. Much like Apple's report on you can't use anything to clean your iPhone other than our special stuff, they now said you can use regular wipes. I would like to probably just put out there, maybe just give it a go with a, a bit of a dead old disinfectant on the old Uno card. And, you know, I think it, she'll come up clean, you know, she'll be all right. Yeah, that's good advice. Good advice. Make sure, um, you know, you can, you don't have to, yeah, don't don't be fooled by having to use one specific type. Um, just don't soak them. Um, they yeah, need don't to, soak them. Don't they need to breathe, them. man. They need to breathe. They need to, mm. they can't go back in that box until they've been, you know they've been properly treated so they can exactly. keep like, a, bit, a bit of vinegar on the cards and yeah that'd be know, right that's a good antibacterial or even maybe 20 seconds in the microwave you know it's like radiation yeah. or something that'd probably yeah. kill it yeah well that'd kill it and you, you know a bit of um maybe a bit you know if it loses that shine you could use maybe a bit of a nail, nail polish remover sort of stuff that kind of thing maybe oh, yeah um and then you could maybe re you know reinvigorate it so that when it, you hold it in the light they can glisten uh, while you're playing those championship games. Good idea. Well, I mean, I'm just waiting for that entrepreneur on Kickstarter or whatever to come out with a full titanium set, you know, like a metal set. Oh. Of Uno. Uh, I mean, it will definitely bring a new edge, a very sharp one to the game. Hey, there you go. That's the tagline right there. I mean, you'd have to make sure you don't play it with anyone too volatile because that could really, you know, you'd have oh, to have yeah. some sort of, you know, you'd have to have some sort of security to make sure that there's no no throwing of cards at them when they lose of and stuff like that. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, well, look, I mean, we're, we're dreaming of, but I'm sure in some places in Russia, there's already some sort of extreme, uh, extreme sport version of that. Uno. you know, I mean, trust yeah. the Russians. I mean, look, they came up with the roulette, the Russian roulette. So I'm sure <laughs> there probably is a whole rule of, you know, just lobbing these metal blades at each other's heads. But, um, you know, just do some digging. Find it on the deep web. Uh, if you do, let us know. There could be some, um, yeah, there could be a mixture of 
hardcore Uno with, with the roulette as well as like a bonus round, or they could be sat on a very thin ice and they keep ah. the ice breaks and the first one to fall in uh, loses or something like that, you know? Yeah, or maybe because they're made out of metal. What you ha what you could do is if you lose like a round, you just sort of get the card and sort of like slowly cut more and more into the ice. Uh, yeah, you know, a bit like the, yes. uh, Hangman. Yes, what, but it's more like sort of Sink Man rather than Hangman. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, wow, what have we created? Oh, the next Christmas hit, I think, you know. Available <laughs> in stores this holiday season. It's time for... Word of the Day. Guten Tag. The word of the day is Hamsterkauf. <laughs> That's right. You're listening to the jam. Oh, right. Were you the clever bugger who bought 80 packs of toilet roll and got ahead of the game? Here's the top five things to do with your hoard. Number one. Using the toilet roll as paper mache to make your own face mask. Number two. Perhaps keep the little ones entertained this weekend by making them owl out of all the stacks of pasta. Number three. All those canned goods stacking up in your kitchen. Well, stack them up and make spaghetti skittles. Number four. Now the world's all gone to shit and it's all over anyway, perhaps just gorge yourself on Easter eggs. Number five. Hand sanitizer. Did you buy them all so there's no one left for anyone else? You clever sod. Well, why not realise you have so much to spare and be creative and use it to clean all the knobs in the house? I'm guessing there's quite a few in your household. Some great ideas there, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's, that's some... Uh, I would never have thought of that. I mean, if I was one of those people that had all that stuff, I mean... The one thing I'm jealous because I know for a fact I'd love to make a paper mache face mask because, you know, no one would be able... It's like no one would be able to see who you are. They wouldn't know who you are. So you, you definitely wouldn't look scary. You'd probably... You know, you could you could decorate it. You could spend hours. It would keep you well occupied in that isolation. No, that's, that's true. I was thinking definitely along the lines of decorating. It reminds me of Art Attack. I'm sure most... I don't know. Most... Many people probably grew up watching it i did anyway do you remember that show Neil Buchanan. oh yeah yeah exactly. mate. oh yeah Neil the Buchanan, old, the old what a bloke. you could you know the old aerial view of what he was doing and you had to guess you never knew quite know what he was making yeah well exactly i mean so just get those inner child uh papamache skills back out and you know keep yourself entertained especially the like you say self-isolation buzzword at the moment you got to keep yourself sane yeah i think so um you, you can make a little you can, like if you're all in there if there's a few of you at home with all that spare toilet roll you know you you must have at least i mean you've got 60 rolls let's say real loads of paper mache you you could make characters you could do like captain jack sparrow or you could make um you could be batman or or spider-man or iron man and, and yeah it's endless it is um, just like to say that you can be a woman as well if you like. Just uh, we like to just cover all demographics. Don't have to make just men. Well, you but, could um, be cat That's woman. just a disclaimer. Yeah, you yeah, could that's be true. Well, I was going to go completely out of the realm and just go make a full-on ninja turtle shell. Ah, oh, mate, that's amazing! What a great idea. I know. That's that's why you know these ideas. This is what we're here for. You know, keep you you and the kids entertained. Speaking of which, with the pasta. Like you said, you know, I mean, everyone remembers that back in primary school, making little macaroni art. But it's meant to be a flower, but it kind of looks like a with a dead flower. But it's the thought that counts. <laughs> a dead flower or a crab or something or, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I talk, talk, I just wanted to say that the the certain teenage moon is a turtle uh, shell idea. Mm -hmm. um, when I was younger, so there was there was me and my brother, well, my best my best mate growing up and his brother. So there was Les, yeah. Dan matt and rob so we had the oh. same so there was Raphael, michelangelo leonardo and donatello we were like made for it we had the same first letter of each of their names how cool is that oh wow wow well that that's yeah what a rev what a thing to realize i know no, i mean it was it. destiny maybe we were actually were the teenage mutant Turtles. i was the fourth guy Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I which what color was that one? Red. Uh, uh, of course. 
the best color when you're like an eight-year-old kid as well you know it's like it's danger and go fast at the same time and me and on rough on the road it means danger it means stop and you know you can go faster too so work that one out yeah don't know mate i mean yeah tell that to the makers of the ford grand torino <laughs> yeah and ferrari yeah. actually i don't know why i went off with ford you know we had, there, there are no favorites here no <laughs> no so uh, so i just had to get in that was a good memory i had of of us pretending to be the near turtles i'm sure well, if only we could have all been so lucky now, we don't like to get too political here on The Jab, but we found something that really resonates with us. It is the Don't Be a Dick campaign. This is the Don't Be a Dick campaign! If you find yourself complaining or doing the following things, then you are being a dick. Someone in front of you is having a good time at a gig and you've decided to sit through the whole thing and you ask them to sit down? Dick! Not vacating a seat on a bus or a train for someone who obviously needs it? Dick! Loosen your shit in the post start working on the information desk because the train, plane, or bus is delayed. Dick. Saying things suck because I went to Spain. There's too many Spanish people there. Dick. Panic buying toilet roll. Dick. This is a dope beer dick campaign. Sponsored by Kindness, the human emotion of compassion. No need to use Some very strong sentiments there. Remember, if you see any of these acts happening around you, speak up and say, Don't be a... Well, I mean, most of us probably live in rental places. A lot of these new builds are pretty pretty sparse, you know? Like, I mean, I'm currently in one but with white walls, and I can just imagine myself just gluing them straight to the wall. You know, liven up the place, make it look a bit nicer. Do you know just what you thought. could do? You know what you could do? You know, like, so a lot for mine, I have a kitchen, but there's no door there. I could put all right. the spaghetti together, make one of those doors your nan had. Get the, you know, they keep the flies oh, out. You. Keep you the know. flies out, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they probably would attract quite a few flies because it's food. But, mm. you know, you could, like, the ones where you have to put your hands in and go through and then it would carry on on your... Ah, uh, yeah, like the bead curtains. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that, you can't... You, yeah, you can't sneak around the house like that, can you? I mean, with one of those things. I mean, the whole idea of getting up for a for a drink in the middle of the night if you've got housemates is pretty much, you know, a minefield. I know, I just don't understand how they would fool flies, though, because there's massive gaps between the beads, um, mm. you know, horizontally, so... Uh, vertically, sorry. So is it like some sort of weird force field? The beads are sort of like, oh, no, I can't go through there because it's got beads in the way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I thought the colours and everything would attract them more because, you know, it looks like flowers and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the noise, much like us. Maybe they're just off-put by that shitty noise as they clank together, especially the plastic ones. I mean, they're the real cheap ones. Or then when they get zapped by that then that light in the corner of a restaurant, and, then with a and you're like, ah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Well, they they can be pretty aggressive. Those it's things. It's like yeah, like that. Um, you know, is it that I can't remember what uh, cartoon it was, but it was like, don't go towards the light, man. And he's going, I can't help it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> was that it's Bugs just... Life? I think it's Bugs Life. Was it? All oh, right. I think so. Yeah. I think so. yeah. Something like that. One of those. Maybe. Maybe. Definitely a good idea with the the, the curtain though. See, we're we're just a bottomless pit of amazing ideas to keep you occupied here. I mean. Look at, look at, you know, making spaghetti skills. I mean, that's, you could keep score with pasta. Um, mm, yeah, and on keep it the, on the On the toilet rolls that you've got, you keep score with the pasta on that. So we've actually triple stacked that now so that you can use all three of those ideas in one exactly. game. And True. And then the does... Easter eggs, they could just come in for the whoever wins the game as the prize. Well, they, could be, they could be the ball, mate. Ah, oh, of course. Of course. I mean, do you know Genius. what I mean? Genius. Uh, I mean, you might only get one hit, but, you know, as long as you make sure you stack it properly, then why couldn't you use the... They would be a bit an odd shape. They might all be completely round because they're eggs, mm. but... They Just adds work. to the, the danger of the game. Mm. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up all the good ideas we've had there. If you do have any more, you know, please let us know. Yeah, share your experiences, you know, let us know, send us pictures of your self-isolation um, and let us know what you got up to and, and you know, all the ideas we're giving you, including the Uno, make sure you, you know, clean those, you've got plenty of time to kill. 
So mm, exactly, you know, kill, so kill that time, much like the virus. <laughs> exactly, we want, we want your stories, we want your, your, your experiences. We want to live it with you. So, Rob, where's uh, old rant Robin? Hopefully he hasn't come down with the coronavirus or anything, is he? No, no, not as far as we know. We sent him out out, out, uh, out and about to the local marathon, and we've asked him to interview the runners, the spectators, and, and find out, just get really amongst the uh, the experience to to see what it's like for these runners. And also, a bit of information for me when I when I eventually do do mine. So, um, should we, we see what, what happens, shall we? Should we have a listen? Let's. Okay. Over to you, Rant Robin. F- Can you hear us? Where the hell is everyone? Hello? This is, Hello? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm okay. here. Over to you. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I was meant to be here interviewing all the runners for a local marathon, but no one's turned up. There's, there's no one. What a waste of time. I take this being cancelled. Why didn't anyone bloody tell me? Just imagine doing all that training and being told you can't do it. <laughs> Gutted. Although... If you hadn't have done enough training, and I bet there's a fair few people who are slightly relieved it's been called off. Well, I'll tell you what, with all this apocalyptic pandemonium going on, I'm genuinely scared. Not for my life, though, but for the reaction of some people. I bet most people are calmly trying to get on with it, but went to the local supermarché, and all I could buy was a tin of mackerel and one egg. Mackerel is so disgusting, it smells so bad, that you'd need a virus just for people to want to go near you again. I've had to be creative in the bathroom. When it comes to staying clean, I use a bottle of water in my hand. <laughs> Cleaning that window is really hard, well, just especially with just water. Those poor old people who, who can't even buy a slice of bread because all those greedy bastards have nabbed it all. Just take one or maybe even two, but it's no time to think about just you, is it? Don't leave, don't leave those who genuinely need it to go without. D- do you really need those 15 packs of Tugatelli? You're not Gordon Ramsay. I bet you don't even use it. But put down the pasta and start thinking of your neighbours, because everyone needs good neighbours. Right, I'm off. I I can't even go to the bloody pub. Good job I brought that bottle of vodka. I said I was going to use it as hand sanitizer, but I'll I'll sanitise my insides instead. Laters. The jab, tugging at your sleeve like the annoying little kid you wish you never had. (laughs) Welcome with your host, Mark. And Rob, the jab. And that brings us to the end of the show, actually. You know, always always sad to get there, but I just want to make sure that everyone stays safe. Uh, look after yourselves, look after the neighbour, the elderly one on the street. Make sure that they're getting what they need. 
yeah, stay clean, guys. Wash those hands and, you know, hopefully we'll see you next time or maybe the world will be an apocalyptic mess. Who knows? But uh, should probably get them washing now, actually, eh, Rob? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, ready? Uh, so, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear coronavirus. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Bye. It's the final thought. Just think about it. And North things seem bad right now for the world. It might even get worse before it gets better. But I want you to know we'll beat this. If Ant and Deck can go from Biker Grove to CD UK and then Saturday Night Takeaway and surviving a phone scandal, then we can do this. I'd like to leave you with some words of comfort from a poem written by a local hero, Reedy McFreedy. The wind downs like a wolf on a mountain and the water still flows like the Alan Shearer fountain. There are those in need and those to feed, so don't forget, pet. Do us all a favour Check yours and your kids' behaviour To be able to ride this shoddy weather We need to pull together To make it a better future We need everyone to be Super Doba Computer Just think about it.